0: <laughs> 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 like? it's from high school musical when they did they, they do the warm-ups it's and it's actually from high school musical notice i yeah. never seen that movie oh yeah uh ashley tisdale's character uh, they do it they go, <laughs> 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 go <laughs> <laughs> it must just be a theater thing too yeah, Chris, yeah, <laughs> yeah no it definitely <laughs> okay. but also it's vocal warm-ups for people like they go mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they just get higher and higher uh, and yeah um that's gonna be the intro um mm-hmm. hey guys welcome back we're here for another episode of magnolia uh, house back after however long yeah been after about three weeks yes yeah but yeah we're back we're back in business um i'm just well i got back on what monday it's was like was the, it a, has it been a week it was
1: last week i think you got. it back. was
0: last monday so there's no way i've been back 10 days it seven nine days there's no way yeah because yeah it, it's been a week did I get back on a Monday? Do you know what day I got back? You got back on, like, a Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday we left on a Monday. It fucking took 24 hours. Yeah. It was such a bitch. Well, you had a layover. Yeah, okay. So this trip has been plagued by delays and canceled flights. And so getting there, we had three canceled flights. And mm-hmm. then my bitch-ass cousins, yeah, I'm calling you out. I know you're not watching this. <laughs> they fucking canceled. And so mm-hmm. one of my cousins is a fluent Spanish speaker and she was kind of always the buffer when I'm in El Salvador the last time I went uh because she speaks Spanish so she kind of was my personal translator Mm -hmm. and so she bailed the last second she was like oh they're canceling flights it must be dangerous to fly right now also the Delta variant is going around and bitch that trip went perfectly so (laughs) Doom on you for canceling what was an amazing well, experience. I think you can just let them feel bad for yeah. not going <laughs> yeah. and the wealth of experience yeah. that you got while you were there. Yes. Um, and I mean, it sounded really cool. Honestly, yeah. I was like, man, I wish I was there. It, is, it was a dream, but not having a translator there. So yeah. we had, so me and my grandma leave to the airport and there's just delay after delay and we're moving gates and bouncing around and then one of our flights... A fucking anti-masker family a family of anti-maskers right. and it's like bro what the fuck are you doing you yeah. know you're getting on a flight right. you know you know because there are speaker announcements that say uh refusing to wear a mask is a federal offense refusing to wear a mask in a in an airport is a federal offense mm-hmm. and you could be whatever whatever and this bitch ass family gets on our plane and refuses to wear a mask delays our flight by 30 minutes and then our next flight to el salvador we missed by 10 minutes and so we had to stay overnight because of that bitch ass family refusing
1: to i don't get how they got onto the plane i don't know either because what it sounds like is they wore the mask to get through security Mm -hmm and then wanted to make a point on the yep. plane by taking off their mask, being like yes we're this far you're gonna really like, like yeah. it's like they played a game of chicken like you're really not gonna yeah. let us fly now that we're on the plane yeah. without masks and, and it's
0: how like, much of a baby are you and you know what they yeah. came kept saying hmm. shame on united shame on you shame
1: and was like are we in a fucking episode of game of thrones exactly. right now you like know, i kind of hate the like adopting that one scene from a game it's that shame scene yeah everybody no matter what your beliefs are just adopted that yeah but also the like I think it's a leftist thing to adopt the whole handmaid's tale garb I've never a, seen that a, there's like people who dress up in protest as like the handmaid's oh tale women God. and I don't know I don't know anything about the handmaid's tale am gonna, yeah. like, gonna say that yeah but it just feels like just if you have something to say like just say just it say or do it, it. don't yeah. like Somehow co-opt this weird And I think shit. if,
0: I've never seen people doing that, but it mm-hmm.
1: feels like they're trying to make themselves
0: feel special and stand out-ish yeah. and be like, we're making a point.
1: Well, it's like, yeah. It's like, what do you, how is that adding more weight to what you're doing? Yeah, like, but you
0: know, just, the the shame segment of the Game of Thrones episode, uh-huh. I think, A, I think that was a real thing that probably happened sure. often. And it's like- uh, But isn't a barbaric thing that happened? But that is such a reflection of, it just shows that humanity, we have been this way. You know, sure. we love uh, gladiators. We love public shaming. Public hangings were a thing in the past. Mm. They're a, they're a thing in other countries today. Yeah. Um. While wow, we're getting real political, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> well, you <guys> think <laughs> you can
1: bring up like anti-maskers? And yeah. Shit without, um, but yeah.
0: But it just shows our our human nature, and uh, we are animals. Well, you you know? Know,
1: it's it's an interesting point though, because like I've heard. People characterize like when people would go to public hangings or like things like that. Like they would, you know, people in town would like would go down to the square where they were hanging the person or whatever, chopping off their head. Or part of it was obviously the human like drive to see suffering, retribution, anything like that. But and see something
0: surreal, like out of the norm. you know. Well, yeah,
1: it was like it was like something to do. Yeah, at a time when there wasn't stuff to do. (laughs) When it's like if you think about it like that, of like it's just an. Activity, yeah. you could think about all this shit going on, and, and like, if it's that,
0: normalized in your culture and it's right. just a thing, right? That just you happens. Know? It's like an inevitable thing that yeah. happens. But nobody imagines themselves as the person.
1: No, on, well, you know. of course not. Well, I yeah. mean, like, I guess you could be, but it's it's like like uh, maybe I've brought this up before of like how like church, like going to church on Sundays, yeah, like was you it's know a communal. You, yeah, it was something you do yeah. as part of your own practice, but also would just yeah. be like that was what was happening on Sundays yeah. that everybody yeah. would go to. So if you think about it like that, the like public shaming and the whole political uh, performance that goes on these days yeah, is almost like a way for people just to like participate in yeah. something and not even like a way for them to like really voice anything of their own. It's just like, oh, I want to yeah. be a part of this. <laughs> yeah. I, this is what's going on. I guess I want to be a part of
0: this. And it's a bit hypocritical because everybody has their own things in their own lives mm-hmm. that you know, if, if you put a microscope on anybody, there are things from almost literally, maybe not you because you you and Clem are fucking saints. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> but I mean, nobody, anybody, nobody's if, if, exempt. Yeah. But if you if you put a microscope on anybody's lives, there are things that people, you know, they themselves wouldn't be proud of. But oh, th- yeah. and the rest of the world would just be like, you're a garbage person. Right. And it's like let's let's flip that microscope on you. Let's see what you sure, got. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're a long way. That was from. very <laughs> biblical. What you just said, though. What. But,
1: that let let him without sins cast, yes, the, first cast the first stone. Cast the first stone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um but that's that's very true. And I oh man, we're going so deep already. <laughs> Again, I believe there are very tenable, I don't know if I'm using that word, truths in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um but it wasn't real. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That, that, anyway, but, okay, yeah. so uh back to my grandma. Um yeah, so our flight was delayed, and then my my cousin is usually the translator. So I'm using actively using Google translate. There's a Google translate app that's specifically for that. And also mm-hmm. you can press the mic and have a conversation. We didn't get that far. Cause every time I would put the microphone to her, she'd be like, really bro, really? How about you grow up and learn some fucking Spanish for your grandma? It's that's like fair point, fair point, <laughs> valid, valid. Um, but it was crazy because the, the flight that we just barely fucking missed due to those fuckheads, mm-hmm. uh, to an outsider, I must have looked ridiculous because, A, my grandma is a hardcore lady. So she's like, get us to this flight. And so, A, it's also kind of cool because flying with her is like flying with a celebrity because she's in a wheelchair. And wheelchair people get privileged pass to everything. You skip right. all the lines, you do everything, you get on the plane first. Sure. Yeah. So it was, I can only imagine. I haven't flown in probably over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, getting through those TSA lines and baggage checks and all that stuff, that's a bitch, bro. That's mm-hmm. a fucking, we got there three hours early for every flight and it was still a long process. I can't imagine how fucking early you have to get there if you're going through the whole process. But anyway, I looked like a crazy person because I was wheelchairing my grandma, essentially sprinting through the, fu- I was like, Vroom! just <laughs> fucking wailing through the fucking airport. Yeah. And there was even bumps. So it'd be like, you know, those, um he seen ferris bueller's day off yeah you know when the principal's like sprinting and then when he passes a, a classroom window he slows down okay. and then he sprints <laughs> yeah. and, pa- and then he slows <laughs> down. there's these little speed bumps throughout the airport so i'd be like sprint slow bump sprint <laughs> slow bump <laughs> yeah um so finally we made it but on to the trip that place is fucking beautiful yeah yeah very beautiful and we talked we facetimed a little bit while i was mm-hmm. there and it's just a drastically different lifestyle and it's very community oriented Mm -hmm. um it's like um me and my aunt were talking earlier today and it's like everybody there will say hi anytime you're passing a person like bueno buenos dias buenas noches. Mm -hmm. like everybody's saying hi and then um there's a lot of personal storefronts so it's like within any at least in the poor actually no in in every community we went through the neighborhoods had their local stores. Um, and oftentimes they had the name of whoever was the woman of the household because typically they mm. ran it. Um, it's a very old school lifestyle kind of thing where it's like the men go out and work, the women stay at home, but sure. then the women also have their own personal business that they're running. So there'd be like Tienda Isabella and it'd be like Isabella's gotcha. store. Yeah. You know?
1: Um, Do you get the sense at all that this is like, a natural evolution of their own economy or do you feel like there's some imposition of like this is how i don't know like do you you feel any western influence in that model because i mean it sounds almost i don't i can't think of an analog now or no i can't even think i can't even say like that's what america used to be like or anything like that i don't know i think it's
0: i don't even know that it's american and maybe america or the u.s they get, uh, my 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 family gets offended when you call the U.S. Oh, America sure. because yeah. they're Central America, yeah. so they're yeah. technically totally. America. yep. Yeah. they're they're actually America. Yeah, um, but I think also the U.S. is just a natural uh, evolution of what humanity just does. Because um, I was uh, talking. I don't think that's true. I think we're a okay. Do you think if. Countries such as El Salvador weren't as impoverished. Mm-hmm. Do you not think they would seek to seek the same heights as people do in the U.S.?
1: I think there are many paths. It's like evolution. There are many yeah. ways to get to the yeah, same that's spot. True. Yeah, yeah. And It doesn't the have to all look eye. like that. And I think that's yeah. I think that's the conceit of the Western man. And I'll say mm-hmm. the Western man is that we have reached the height of civilization. And Ooh, I, it is it is a that height. That is gross. It's a height. Yeah. It's a height for sure. But it's not the height. Yeah. There, are, you know, there are other yeah. ways of life that you know can um get to but salvador i i to talked
0: to animal. an uh a person native to el salvador and we actually did a podcast so we're gonna have to release that soon mm-hmm. i get it i am gonna have to offload some of the episodes for you oh uh, yeah yeah because yeah,
1: yeah. there's so much i'm to still do. down to do every other one or whatever. Um,
0: yeah uh but um he was saying it was um it was sprung out of necessity it's mm-hmm. like things became so hard that people just had to fend for themselves and do anything they could to keep going. And so naturally, a lot of people uh, just created their own stores. And there's a lot less barriers over there. It's like, you don't need a fucking permit. You don't right. need you know infrastructure, whatever. These people are literally doing it out of their household. And um, it's kind of crazy because all of the doors in El Salvador have their two-part doors. They've got the main door that closes, or they've, they've got a screen door that closes, and then a main door behind it. And mm-hmm. then you can open up the screen, the, the main door, so that you can sell through your screen door because, right. you know, theft and whatnot. Sure. Um, but, um, it's really cool because if you ever need anything at any time, you don't need to go and drive through to an actual store. Cause there's also not a lot of real stores right. in a, any given distance. Um, but it also bolsters community because everybody knows people at the store. There's like two per block. And anywhere you go, there's like a little store. You need toilet paper. You need cookies, bottled water, and that's another thing. Everybody drinks bottled water over there because they don't have a right, a healthy a water system. Of, yeah, yeah um, clean water. But yeah, and it's just beautiful. I talked to you about how I went to my um, my grandfather's land, mm. and you know that was kind of a spiritual experience for me. Sure. Because so for backstory for people who don't know, man, I am gonna. I probably will edit in some footage. I think you should. Yeah. 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 Um there is, there are many hist- spots that are historical to my family. And um, one of the spots was where it was a church in El Congo, the main place we stayed, which was a very poor uh, community, probably one of the poorest. Um, and there was a big church there. And that at that church is actually where my family quasi lived for a little bit, mm-hmm. like at the church, like on the parking lot area, they set up a little essentially was like a makeshift shack thing shack yeah and they would my grandma would sell fruit and vegetables outside of that shack and then that's the spot where my grandpa was kidnapped and during the civil war and he was kidnapped and never seen again yeah and yeah yeah. and then eventually they got word that he was put in a mass grave which was common during the civil war and it's literally just dig a big pit throw a bunch of bodies there yeah really dark but that the spiritual the real and and it's nice now because there's a memorial there for him which was beautiful and I'll I'll put that up too um but the the real spiritual aspect was there's a plot of land in San Jose um and that's where my grandfather had his like coffee plantation and it's crazy I've told you this many times but on one plot of land they grow mangoes Mm. coconut corn peppers limes uh native vegetables to El Salvador, Isote um, and a, a bunch of, but it just blew my mind that that's not a thing in the U.S. It's like, that was his land that he just lived on, his property right. yeah. and it's so lush and green over there and that people can just grow anything on their land. Yeah. And they were literally like cutting off mangoes and right. and coconuts Chopping them with a machete and opening them up and just giving them to okay. And then this is another side to no, you but there's I have a picture that I'll I'll put up. Um, We had this bowl of soup and it was so fucking good. And everything in the soup, chicken, corn, uh, other various other vegetables. It was all grown on the land and it was Mm -hmm. the most delicious soup ever. It's like that's something we're just out of touch with in the U.S. You know? Yeah. Unless
1: you I mean, live on a farm. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because like, honestly, like it, what has like kind of made me be able to even picture that sort of thing was mm. the work I've been doing on the farm up at Green yeah. Bluff yeah. lately. And it's just crazy to see on a small plot of land. So I work, I was helping out at a family farm up there and on a small plot of land, how you can grow so many different things. Yeah. But not only that, you can grow a small amount of these things or like have a small amount of plants or as needed. Crops, but then like, you create such abundance within yeah. that small amount to the point where you're selling it, you're yeah. giving it away. Yeah, Like you can't even like get There's it all There's no off. way you could You can't consume get it off the tree of yeah. yeah, before you, it, some of it, goes, it bad. goes bad. Before it goes bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like that it's, it's insane yeah. that you can like, there, there is such abundance of that sort of thing. And like to even like have experienced that kind of thing and knowing that was here in Spokane, you know, in, yeah. in the U S like, and it's just, that's not the norm at no. all. Like people yeah. here don't know how to, like, imagine what you could do if you had just a couple of fruit trees and yeah. a small garden. And that's why you guys yeah.
0: <laughs> kind of were thrown off. by I said that it's like, we're going to have trees, want to have fruit trees. And it's like, that's not what trees are for, first of all. Hmm. That's that was your guys' reaction. Oh, huh. But
1: that's not the only thing, Joseph. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're going to have trees, if you're going to have a personal property, mm-hmm. why not grow yeah. apples and peaches well, and whatever you can on that land?
1: You know what I think part of it is, is that... You have to, it takes a while for a tree to really become mature, Yeah. to like really produce year after year. Mm -hmm. And sometimes your tree, you know, like my mom has a peach tree in her backyard.
0: Mm -hmm. Is it taken um, over by?
1: That like, it just hasn't been, it wasn't kept up well, so the branches kind of grew out too much. And right now it's in a state where it's kind of fallen over and I Mm -hmm. don't know if it will
0: recover it, yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah so it's like you also need to tend to them and it's like people don't really know how to do that yeah. you know or keep them we right.
0: went over to the montgomery house the one i'm trying to buy for the snap video and we've always had an apple tree and a peach tree mm-hmm. um and then i went there and i was like there's a, a second apple tree there and i was like I've, I've never seen that and they're like well it's obviously been here because it's a tree it's bearing fr- <laughs> it's, it's bearing <laughs> fruit not yeah. only is it a tree and i was like well that's like crazy. a full-on yeah yeah um <laughs> But it was just a bummer because we had this peach tree that was there for the entire upbringing uh, my mm-hmm. entire upbringing and then there's so many kids that have lived there throughout the years that are all just like let me break this branch right. let yeah. me hang let me put a swing on it and yeah. it' just fucking and eventually my uncle just chopped that shit down right yeah um, but yeah so the, the spiritual aspect of going to that land which was very beautiful uh, and I told you about this was that I got to sit under a tree. Mm-hmm that my grandpa, who, like I said, I never met because right. he was killed before, the, uh, before you know, my family even got here. Um, but I was standing under the tree that he used to work at. Right. And it felt like, and the word ghost is kind of gross. Um, when you're talking that. about a family member, it's Again, like, use the word yeah. uh, poetically and not scientifically. Yeah, yeah, but it felt like I was standing next to my grandpa. Right. You know, like, I, I knew that he... Yeah. Was that was there. his livelihood
1: was living there. there and working on that land. Like you, you, you can say for sure you mm-hmm. don't live on a land like that. I bet yeah. that the, the same tree being there, you don't yeah. live there without having sat under that tree. No. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Most so definitely. Like,
0: yeah. And it was and it was the, the it was that tree was a little poetic to me because after my family left, so many people were encroaching on that property. People mm-hmm. were bringing cows by to feed on the land. Mm-hmm. And so it was just the land was decimated. I don't know if that's the right word. But it, everything was just destroyed. and mm-hmm. so it took my my grandmother going back and hiring and hiring lawyers and property managers to get back that land mm-hmm. and take back her property. And not only that, they had to replant all of the vegetables yeah. Yeah. And, and stuff that were that were there in the past. But that tree, it was such a big, full tree, they, the people that manage the property and who mm-hmm. live on there now. And my, my, fam- my grandma's like a saint. She. The family that lives on there now is a family that was homeless. They have six kids and two parents and an earthquake destroyed their house. And so they were homeless. And so my grandma in trying to regain, recover that land, she had a house built there and she said that family could stay there as long as they keep that, they upkeep that land in my grandfather's name. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, shit, where was I going with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. But uh, so essentially all of that land. Are you talking uh, about your ghost or the, your grandfather? Yeah, but. I mean, I, I don't know. I think yeah. that's a really good point. I know I've said this to you before already mm-hmm. several times off camera, but I think it's worth saying just that bit about how time, if you, yeah, you know, we think about time as like this unbreachable barrier, but it's just, again, another like vector in our yeah. experience of the world. And like, like, I remember when someone first described to me like, time as this just basically a different measurement right yeah I was working at the movie theater in Bellingham and um, this other guy I, w- I worked with like they're like he really loved film and we talked to like about time travel stuff and whatnot mm-hmm. but he like kind of said it like if you think about time as basically like another kind of spatial element so like it thinking o- of it as a physical thing right really yeah. helps yeah. yeah and it's just like it's the same place it's like it's just a measurement of change yeah essentially yeah. right so in some weird way, it's hard to obviously think about it, but mm-hmm. it's like you are in the same place yeah. as your grandfather. Yeah, same. You're just separated by. I could have literally been
0: thing. standing
1: exactly,
0: right. and probably was if right. at any if if you if you think about all the years he was on that property, I could have been exactly standing in the same right. place, and yeah. the only thing separating us from Being interacting. Together, yeah. It was just the time that it's was just the, the time. yeah. Right. I used to think about that for the house on Montgomery and there was always somebody, some weirdo put a, you know, those lick and tattoos mm. that mm-hmm. you put on. Somebody put one on a fence post. It was a JJ, the jet plane one. And it was there for no joke, 15 to 20 years. And I remember as a kid looking, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then I got to like 18 years old and I was standing over it, and I was like, this is a trip. Cause it's like, it's it was, it was, it's been there yeah. forever. Like it's just been there. Um, yeah, time's a weird trippy, yeah. trippy thing. Yeah.
1: It's like, that's that, uh, if these walls could talk, right? It's like, yeah. they've been here.
0: Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I think Kendrick Lamar's talking about pussy, but <laughs> oh, <right>. um. <laughs> if these walls could talk, um, <laughs> but, uh, I think that's yeah. a saying outside of that as well, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got this line, like walls keep telling me to go deep <laughs> and like
1: <laughs> something about wet and all this stuff. Oh. But I do think that on your trip, there was a switch for you of like yeah. enjoying being there and then of wanting to come back.
0: Right? Yes. And I think that was sprung from a little bit of discomfort. Also, can you move that angle this way a little bit? The speaker. Yeah, it's been bugging me. Um, I think it was, it sprung out of the discomfort. So like when I talk, when I my uncle was essentially like my tech guy while i was there from over here he, mm-hmm. over there he was like updating us on our travel plans and the flight delays and all that stuff and he was mm-hmm. like he was like he's got an accent he's like when we're there we're not gonna do any of this uh uh charity bullshit we're gonna <laughs> go there and have fun and i'm like mm-hmm. okay but my grandma does go there with a philanthropic mindset of like i want to help my people sure, and yeah. she wants to Keep the memory of her husband, who's from all accounts just a beautiful, amazing person. Do you
1: have pictures of him?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I can I can show you after we're done. Um, but there's very few because it was forty five yeah. years ago or something. I mean, I think
1: the fact that it's very few, I think it's like, I think you should keep those alive. Just hearing oh, yeah. the story from you and everything yeah. like that it's like, yeah. it's very important that I don't know if those have been di- digitized. Not that yes, like they need to be, they but just have. They should just be. Yeah, and with some regard
0: we have some copies of them and one of these days i'm going to do a full Once I get all the interviews with my family. We have so many so much documentation of Getting here because so oh, we're going on tangent. Um When my family came here It was during the civil war and during a lot of like civil rights things going on in the us and um so many people were being deported because a lot of people were coming here from war-torn countries like Mm. my family my My grandma came here and single-handedly on her own, like a 45, 50 year old lady brought her and her nine kids and then three of her grandkids. So like, what is that? 12 people on her own to another country. And they have stories, man, of like getting chased by dogs, spotlight helicopters, hiding in bushes, sleeping under a bench at the immigration office unbeknownst to them they were like right. sleeping there and then this lady said do you know where you are and they were like oh i'm so sorry we'll leave we'll leave and she's like no i don't care about that you're at the immigration office if well, they catch you here they will deport you well, they were sleeping under a bench at the office geez. um and so when they got here they literally um a what is it called when it, uh, it's not sanctuary what is it called when you're holding on to people and like not letting anybody get at them? Th- there's uh, a,
1: like, like a- Like what a church would do? Yeah, it's, I guess sanctuary I think is, it is like a sanctuary type yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: Um, so my uncle, who is an amazing person, um, my only white uncle, basically, St. <laughs> uh, Anne's church brought them in and said, we're not letting anybody touch you. Mm-hmm. And so my uncle, he was very in the like, activist movement back then. He's a bit of a hippie um he him and a group of other people built an entire housing structure underneath i think it's called a rectory i could be wrong that might be the back of a church but there's a there's a house it's like that's like the office part of the church yeah there, yeah. yeah i think so yeah. but there's a house that priests live in so that they're mm-hmm. in their congregation and they can it literally he just walks out of the house goes and does the mass so underneath that building they built a living structure and unbeknownst to the government my family lived there for four years in hiding yeah Yeah. until they were finally did all the legal paperwork and got the green cards yeah my every every aunt and uncle um and so she's just my grandma's a fucking saint and so when she goes back there she a tries to keep the memory of my granddad alive and also he still has living uh relatives there like his sisters and whatnot who i met and they're all in their 90s little old ladies and So she tries, she, she's not a person who needs much in life. So when she goes there, she stays with the poor people and that's Mm -hmm. where we stay. Mm -hmm. And so this goes back to my kind of wanting to be back and still trying to appreciate my time there. It was just like I told you uncomfortable, um, Mm -hmm. and I, the the living conditions. And I tried to be like, humble yourself. Don't be this piece of shit dude coming from the US like, oh, this is dirty. This is like, mm-hmm. but as I've told Alex a bunch of times, uh, the shower situation, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's literally, so how it works is, and I've, I've already explained this to you, but for sure. our yeah. audience, uh, everybody showers with rainwater. Mm-hmm. And so the it rains aggressively, like every other night, beautiful, amazing, lightning and thunder. Big old And old just, just rain. gumball sized raindrops. Yeah. And so what they do is they collect water reserves. And then from that water reserve, they have it links to a shower system, which just build a fucking shower, like just get a shower head. That's all you need. But anyway, so they would take from the reserves, it would go into this little nozzle and it would drip down into a barrel. And then from that barrel, they would put it in a large bucket. And then from that large bucket, they had smaller buckets. And from those smaller buckets, they had bowls. And so to shower and it's crazy Cause I would hear people shower, how accustomed they are to it. And it would just be push, 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 and they would just shower for me. Cause the water's ice cold, mm-hmm. it would be ah, ah, <laughs> like slowly pouring it and like trying to scrub myself and like here, here. And just like, it was so hmm. jarring. And then the light situation, they have like the energy shaver, saver lights. Right. And so, and there would be one for the whole main of the house and they're very dim. So like the light is very dim. I'm sleeping on a mat on the floor because my grandma and my aunt took the beds and then the shower situation, it's like ice cold water. And so, yeah, it was just a bit uncomfortable the whole trip. It's very hot there and humid. And so you're a little bit sweaty all the time. Um, And then also there's so much, it's so impoverished there. There's not a lot of opportunity. And so, being over there, I was like, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I have in the U.S. But what opportunity is
1: it specifically that you're thinking about? Well, uh, the opportunity. It's not like f- you're coming back and you're like, I'm about to be a venture capitalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, type it was
0: just, well, it was kind of, there were two answers. Because it's like, there's a a piece that they have over there mm-hmm. where it's like, and i was very conscious of this they don't feel like they always need to be doing something or they're a failure sure and that's something that i have in my mind like any
1: that's part of our culture yes. i don't, i don't know yeah. if people i don't think, think some people think that's human nature but i think yeah. it's a
0: part of our culture no it definitely yeah. is because people there like the people that live on my grandfather's land and again so they they live there rent free and i don't mean that pejoratively they but they take care of la- yeah. the land and they keep own, my grandfather's they own, they own memory it. it's land. it's just yeah. their They, they, my, my grandma said when she was down there, she said, this is my land, but it's your land. And she said, this is our place. And Mm -hmm. she kind of tried to say like, don't feel any kind of way about you living here. This Mm -hmm. is our place. Um, and yeah, it's, you get any
1: sense of a government at all when you're there.
0: Um, Not really other than the police force. Okay. So I I interviewed some people for a podcast, which we'll be releasing in a couple weeks. Um, I think they were more conservative leaning, um, which it's weird to see that in a country like that. But of course, there's going to be. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, My grandma is a big fan of the new president there. Mm. Um, But I also think she's a little bit naïve in terms of who the guy actually is, a little bit ignorant to his actual policies. Um, and the people I interviewed say he's kind of a shady guy. Mm. But c- the crime rate has significantly dropped since he's been president because he put a military force yeah. Yeah. on the streets. And so pretty much everywhere you'd go, you'd see guys' uniforms, uh, bulletproof vests, and just a giant fucking gun yeah. like on their sure. shoulder. Yeah,
1: um i think but i think this is like that kind of model of mm-hmm. like this is where i find myself being having more libertarian kind of uh, uh leanings because like i do I, ha- I in just like my own personal reflection of like how we should be able to live on this earth yeah the whole like the fact that i can't just like live somewhere yeah. is like really it's like hard for me to wrap my mind around
0: the fact that you can't just buy a plot of land and even just do as, as you even just like go live to a plot somewhere. of land yeah, and yeah. be like,
1: nothing's here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to live here.
0: And that's a place. I don't know if it's like in Norway. There is a country where you can do that. Hmm. If there's nobody living on that land currently, you can just set up shop and that's where you live. Right. Yeah. And there's some freedom to that, you know, Yeah. Um, which we definitely don't have.
1: And it just seems like a right as a human animal. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but know? it also it's like there is a finite amount of land and so it's like eventually, don't, do you feel like those would be all the land would be taken up? But at the same time, there are large organizations and wealthy people who take up gigantic plots of land right. because they have the means to. So, yeah, I think I'm leaning towards more your point of view where you yeah. should just be able to go somewhere and be left yeah. alone.
1: I think it, like that's like a that's like a nugget of like there's like a intuition of mine that that should be the way it is a natural human that, but that and that but that leads to a lot of other beliefs that like i don't necessarily align with but i have to like acknowledge like there's the whole libertarian idea mm-hmm. of like a complete freedom and i should to be able yeah. to do what i want and then but, a certain point right there's like what happens when someone else claims the land i claim and yeah then it's like all and then that you need an intermediary and, right yeah, yeah yeah and i don't believe that we should just all be fighting it out, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to it, of course. But, like, just the idea, like, that, I, I don't know, it sounds like if they really do live rent-free, mm-hmm. that it's, like, it's not necessarily that the government owns but the But,
0: no, they live rent-free because my grandma pays for it. Oh,
1: oh I, yeah. see, I see. Yeah, so see she
0: know. does, okay. she owns the land. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's another thing. So, it's, like, uh, my aunt was telling me that, so I have, I had three aunts that were the sisters of my grandfather. And one of them recently passed away in the last three-ish years. But the other two, the remaining two, surviving two, um, one of them was living on the streets, she was homeless. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was living, and this, my aunt's words, uh, as a servant. Mm. And so she was living with this family and doing all the household work for them and with the agreement that she would be paid but apparently she wasn't paid for like six months and she was just uh, essentially being housed and given food like the bare minimum and so when my grandma found that out she's like that's not cool and so she started renting properties in their name in her name for them and now they live in certain areas um but the rent there at least where we the one we stayed is 80 dollars a month wow it's like you know, very affordable from our standards. Sure. Um, it's literally 10 times cheaper than, or, or even
1: even cheaper yeah. than living somewhere in Spokane even, or especially Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a weird global economic thing that, like, I probably can't really speak on. Yeah. And, like, there's probably a lot of implications, and this is where we just need to find some, like, an economist to talk to. Yeah. I would just love to, like, see their picture of the world. Yeah. It's hard for me to, like, think about the world in anything other than the, like, simple, rational terms. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, how I think it should be. Yeah. You know? Because there's a lot of, obviously, there's a lot of reasons why things are the way they are. And, yeah.
0: But, so, the one of the people I interviewed there, um, he was talking how there aren't a lot of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. People are pretty level-headed. And he said the drug issue is almost a non-issue, like hmm. there's almost no drug abuse. And he said there's a little bit of weed passed around, um, but other than that, there's no like heroin addictions, sure. opiate pill addictions. Um, there are some alcoholics, you know, I saw some people who kind of congregated together and kind of staying on the street and just
1: Interesting. consistently yeah. drunk. You know, I've been um, thinking a lot about and watching media lately, uh, just the kind of, yeah, the, the rampant and cultural, mental health crisis yeah. that I feel like is happening in the culture. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know yeah. how how much it has been going on for so long. And It's it, almost turned into a joke. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm
0: so neurotic. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I
1: think that like in some ways, like, you know, our kind of society breeds that sort yes. of thing or just like, yeah. I, could, I don't know, I could talk about it in so many ways. I don't know how much we want to get into it, but it's like what Freud talks about in Civilization and its discontents, not that I've read it, but just like mm-hmm. as an idea of like how civilization in the Western way of Structuring it has is breeds that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then Jung said, like in his whole idea of like psychology and personality, of like what each person's uh, like, self actualization, self individuation, mm-hmm. the path is, is that we all end up because of our place in society, in our in our specific society, we end up being super specialized in the way we think. Yeah. Even just in our personality. So certain people are certain temperaments. People are another temperament. And the goal is to Reach the end of that like see how far that individual mindset gets you and mm-hmm. then come back to a balanced way of being Yeah, and I think so a asked good or a bad thing to what to do that uh, Well, he, he says for us for Western people. Yeah, that is the path We should be going toward because oh. we end up basically being thrown into the state of like man I think in such a way. Yeah, like it's such a different way than other people And the goal is to, like, kind of find the productive end of that and then Mm -hmm. return to a more holistic, balanced way. And I think either he explained or someone asked him, like, does that balanced way exist anywhere in the world? And Mm -hmm. he said that it exists most in the very primitive tribal cultures. Yeah, Those people tend to have a very, like, balanced functioning of themselves. So they have a, you know, for him, it's the a thinking side a feeling side a you know like sensory side and an intuitive side mm-hmm. and they're all very balanced because they kind of do everything they need to yeah whereas we only have to do like i can pick one thing i'm good at yeah and have so, all my needs met yeah. doing that one thing yes right yeah. and yeah. people who have to kind of do all of it and we're very detached
0: more. from all the things that make us human which are like the survival mode things right. which is like yeah. you know Planting, agriculture,
1: hunting, housing, right. and, and and again, that's just like one aspect of it, right? Yeah. Like we're and that like, that's why I feel like the Western thought is that we have reached a pinnacle of like intellectual, yeah, you know, whatever heights. Yeah, but like that's just because we have basically overplayed one of our hands, and mm-hmm. we need to like balance it out. It more. was
0: very weird. Um, the family that lives on my grandfather's land, they're the so kind. But it was just interesting that, you know, like their, their shower is behind their bathroom and essentially they both function on the same water and the same processes. Like to flush, you pour the water into the toilet. Um, And um, their cooking means were like, they had this designated area where they build a fire and then they put the pot over that and they, Mm -hmm. but it's like very, a natural lifestyle, very simplistic, but it felt weird. Like. I'm um, just this American dipping my toes in and taking a peek into what your life is like. And sure. now I'm going to go back to the comforts of my home mm-hmm. and thinking that they're still there right now. And that's, yeah, they're sure. living their life, totally. you know, living off the land uh-huh. and having very, uh, for what we would call a simplistic lifestyle. But how, very, does it, how does
1: it make you feel about their life and, and then your life? and?
0: I don't know. It's, it's, it, I feel like I would be a lot less stressed out if I lived their lifestyle like the pressure to be something would be alleviated. But then at the same time, this is something we've talked about. It's like the grass is greener on the other side. Like I'm sure they would gladly with open arms accept the comforts that we have, like a a reliable roof over your head, a shower, warm water, a stove, all of that stuff. So, yeah, I guess finding a middle ground would be really hard. But they do seem less plagued by the neuroses that most of us have.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. But,
1: yeah, I mean, you're talking about just, like, vacationing. This makes me Mm. think about um, kind of this idea that I've been sympathetic to. And I've I've heard it, like, in a couple different – I don't know where I first heard it. I feel like I first read it somewhere. But then it's also in this song by this – ban parquet courts of like, um, basically like we shouldn't be trying to like travel to experience things so much, Mm. like there's so much to experience where you are. Like, we should really just be understanding the world around us. And I think it's a little different for you because you have connections somewhere else and it's different than like me going, you know, me going to South America or me going to Africa or even me going to Europe to be like, oh, like I'm being cultured and learning things about this place. It's like, what are you really learning about your life? Yeah. in a place where you're not living at all, you know? Um,
0: but I do think there's something to traveling to other countries and experiencing those things. Cause I don't know, our view is pretty myopic in the US and we have our standard way of, of doing things and
1: existing. And, but this is where, and I don't know if we want to get into this, but this is where I feel like when we start comparing ourselves to other countries, we mm-hmm. start validating the ills of our own society. Like mm-hmm. if we say that like, man look how terrible it is in north korea or some yeah, other country yeah, yeah like just be happy sure you're poor <laughs> but just be happy that you're not there yeah and it's like if you yeah. if you were someone who went and just like if you took a vacation yeah that, i mean like i don't know mm-hmm. like the way you took a vacation yeah to a place in the u.s that is more it's impoverished weird the term that.
0: vacation it didn't feel like a vacation yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i don't and i don't think for you it was because of the connection Can you, you have a connection, you know yeah, like yeah Um,
0: But I think people's idea of vacation is, like, go to the Bahamas, chill, sit Mai Tais by the ocean or lake or whatever. Well, and
1: that's where maybe in the uh, English, the proper English way of saying, they say holiday. Holiday, yeah. And for them, it is a celebration of sorts, maybe, you know? Go to hospital.
0: (laughs) Go go to
1: holiday. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Those fucking weirdos. (laughs) But uh, I think, like, yeah, the idea, like, that you're traveling with a sense of purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I don't mean the like charity sense of purpose. I mean yeah. the like really experiencing in sense with, of purpose. Yeah, your history. Um is like is different. And yeah. I think there's so much to be learned about our world where we live that I feel like certain people don't yeah. acknowledge. But
0: uh, Is there though? <laughs>
1: yes, I do. <laughs> I really do think so.
0: It's um I think about how much there is to experience even in our own city. Mm-hmm. And I don't. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You know? Sure, yeah. Like, it's go to work, be so exhausted from work, go home, sleep it off. It's like the song, Everybody's Working Towards the Weekend or Working for the Weekend. It's like five days a week, you slug it through there, Mm -hmm. you're praying for Friday, Friday comes, you're so exhausted by the week, you're just like, I'm not going to do anything. Mm. And then you just kick back the weekend, and then the cycle... Uh, repeats, hmm. you know, and it's just
1: that life. Yeah, and I think, so many people so, I think live that life, and I think that's my dad not, does not sure. to be all like. I don't even know what this is. Uh, I think that's the structure that I'm. I'm just going to use this term. I don't mean this. I'm like mm-hmm. a, I'm not an anti-capitalist. I, yeah. I, it, the capitalist structure of society is that you go yeah. to work, you put your labor in, you yeah. get your money out, you use the money for recreation, which feeds yeah. back into the system, and yeah. it's just this loop, 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 loop. Um, but I think we've talked this before in terms of like going to bars or going out and meeting Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Like, I think like, I I, am just so interested in other people's lives because it's almost maybe this like vicarious living type thing of like, I want to know what it's like to live a different life than my own life. Yeah. You know, so when I meet somebody that's like just lives a different life, whether or not it's, you know, better worse and i mean that like in that like if they're richer or poorer or Mm -hmm. or just i find that weird or i i would never live that life it's it's a different mode of living that i just find very interesting it's like i'm yeah it's like i'm experiencing someone from a different culture even if they live in the same even i meet them at the local but when you think about that do you
0: think about people who live like so the first thing that comes to mind is like a homeless individual sure you know like uh i had the most weird surreal feeling this morning on my way to my aunt's house mm-hmm. I was driving in my car and I noticed I could see my breath and mm-hmm. I was like ah fuck here it comes here comes the shit weather the fucking cold ass weather it's already starting in fucking August and as I'm I'm sitting at a stoplight thinking that to myself and I turn on the heat and mm-hmm. as the heat goes my breath visually goes away some mm-hmm. the heat's in the air and then I look to my left and there's a homeless person sitting on the street sure and I'm like all it did for me to, to grant myself comfort was just right. turn the knob. Uh-huh. It's warm now. Yeah. And that person is, you know. Yeah. What the, does that make the you living feel? on do Well, right it's, it? well, it, it was just like quit bitching, you know, like, hmm. and I, I know you can't always take that term
1: and your feelings are your feelings. Sure. But, yeah. I'm not thinking about it like that. I'm not, that's, I yeah. that wasn't my immediate like thing to say to you when you're yeah. saying that.
0: No, but that's what I, uh, yeah. Um, but it's like, What's their version of that? It's probably a lot worse. Like, the winter's coming. Yeah. I think we're venturing <laughs> Winter into <that>. is coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we're venturing into that, like, pity realm again. Yeah. Where I don't yeah, feel yeah. like it's very helpful. Yeah. I don't like the argument ever of suck it up because people have it worse off yeah yeah i yeah. just i don't know yeah. there's something about that i dislike yes and, and it's a
0: never-ending yeah. like you could say that from any right yep like you could go to that homeless person and say that exact same thing yeah. there's somebody in a third you don't have country. cancer i don't know yeah or, yeah, yeah. Or so yeah,
1: yeah. or at least you yeah. live in north at least korea you do, yeah yeah at least you, oh right. i see what you're saying now. i'm just It just yeah. like it just feels like it doesn't and i'm not saying this like in an appreciate your life type of way I, i'm yeah. just saying it in just like a I don't know. I I guess I don't know how it connects up to what we were just saying, but like when I meet, so I, I was, on, I was out for a run the other day and I was mm-hmm. running just around the city and I ended up running down by Gonzaga and, um, you know, I'm listening to music mm-hmm. or whatever. And then some guy on the, the side of the street comes up to me and is like, Hey, Hey, like, and I'm somebody who always, if somebody's trying to get my attention, I stop yeah. and I listen to what they're trying to tell me. Um, and he was just like looking for directions to a shelter mm-hmm. place. And I was like, okay, like this is where I am now. Like yeah. this guy is going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and I happen to be the one here at this moment. Like, let me, like, let me just yeah. engage in yeah. this. And, um, you know, he was like trying to get to the shelter, but like couldn't really find his way. And like, he had no sense of like where it was in relation to where he is. And Did he, you know where it was? I, I had, so I had actually passed it on my run. I, had, I didn't know that it was a shelter it, you it was dirty a dirty bastard
0: you uni- sent him in the opposite direction
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the union gospel <sighs> mission yeah the okay. men's shelter yeah and uh i'm like you know i think it's back the that's way on I mission th-. right it's on i think so right close to division right? uh no it's like near like nevada oh okay kind Never of remember. like where nevada goes Canyon. over to the freeway anyway um i passed it and you know i i'm pretty good at like noticing things and like kind of banking it in my mental yeah. map of where things are So I'm like, oh, I think I just passed it back that way, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure, I can look it up. And he's like, oh no shit, I just came from that way. Mm -hmm. I went that way, I don't wanna go back that way. I'm like, can I stay with you? I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, no, and that's not not what, the thing is like not everybody's trying to get shit from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy just needed help and um, so i looked it up and i'm like oh th- that is the place yeah i mean he was trying to describe to me like you know there's like there's fencing around it because like the, you have to if you don't get there by a certain time you can't come in and all yeah. this stuff and i'm like, okay like i don't know exactly what you're talking about but like this is what i'm seeing mm-hmm. like this i think it's that way i looked it up this is the men's shelter you gotta go back that way the way i came yeah. he's like i'm not going back that way i already went that way um Whoa. yeah he was just kind of over it you know and he's yeah. like he's like i'm just he's was, he was like i think i'm just gonna find a place to sleep like, on the side Whoa. of the road. And he, like, had a spot at the shelter. He's like, I just got to get there by 8.30 to keep the spot. But, like, honestly, at this what point, I'm just going to, like, go How far was it? Spot. It was maybe half a mile or something. Come on, bro. Well, you know, I mean, dude, he's just like, yeah. I just want to lay down. I just want to, yeah. like, and yeah. I have tried already, you know. Yeah. And he'd asked a couple of people. He was like, I asked somebody, and they told me this way, and I couldn't find it, and I didn't. Um, so, I don't know. I was just like... Again, like, he was just living his life, yeah, right? And, like, he clearly has his own stuff going on. And I'm not about to be like, dude, just, like, go fucking that way. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. don't, like, stop being, like, the, uh, you yeah. know. So I was, like, just trying to figure out, okay, like, I was like, dude, if I could, if I had a car right now, I would yeah, give you a ride there, there. But I, I don't have a car. Yeah. Um, Like, I don't really know where the other shelters, like, yeah. I'm telling you, like, this is what I know. And, like, that's all I can do for you. And then he was like, okay, well, I, you know, I'm just like, thanks for helping. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, well, let me look. He was like, I'm just going to keep going this way. I'm like, okay, well, let me look if there's a way this way that'll get you back over there. You know, <laughs> how would that work? <laughs> I mean, so I, I looked it up and I was like, yeah, actually this road, if you keep going this way, take a left on this road and then uh-huh. follow that road, it will also get you to the same place. Oh, wow. And okay. I was like, just, just, yeah, just go that way. Take a left when you get to the stoplight. Yeah. It'll lead all cause I, I knew that and road. And what did he say? Um, he was like, okay. You know, it's like, I don't know. If, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he got there. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I just feel like I encountered him on his So what level. are your whole thoughts around this? I, I guess my whole thoughts is like, this is a whole other life this guy yeah. is living. I just try to like, I don't know, experience it where it yeah. comes into contact with me. Yeah. And like, just like, I don't know, again, like engage with it where it is yeah. and- I don't know. Just take it in. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm not... Well, we've t- we've. I don't, to- I don't... I mean, obviously, like, I like, I would like to help him more, but I don't, yeah. like, pity him. Like, it's like, I don't think yeah. me, like, yeah, here's a whole bunch of money. I don't yeah, think that yeah. is helping me no. or him at all. And but it's I do like, think
0: a, a topic we've touched on quite a bit is, like, when I think about my sister and the life she lives on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and it's like she has two modes, uh, being on drugs or spending the rest of her day finding those drugs. Mm-hmm. And it's like that lifestyle is so alien to me. Sure. And it's like, you know, that's, that's her life. Like for the past couple of years, like that's, that's her whole being is like that every day. And, but imagine that as a culture unto itself. Yes. So that's what I was just going to transition to, which is like, we're on our kind of own rat race, which is like, do something every, if you're not doing something, you're lazy or you're wasting time. And then like, be successful if you're not successful you're like neurotic about how you're a failure in life mm-hmm. and then it, on the flip side of that is like people in El Salvador who are just living their life on a daily basis yeah it's like um but yeah. anyway we got yeah. on many tangents yeah but I think that was good. Good. Yeah, it was good yeah it's a good episode um that's the episode guys thanks for having us back yeah catch Keep. us for the next one yeah um good. cue music <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did that